If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This is The Boop Show for Monday, October 23rd, 2017. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Dunaway. Hey everybody, we're back. It's, uh, it's Scott and Brian. Dude, you're dancing like a freak back there. I wish people at home and the listening audience could see that. But well, they can if they tune into YouTube. Yeah, like YouTube or do the live show, whatever. Twitch. Right. Getting some uh, questions during the week, actually saying, when you guys do the Boop Show, is it uh, is it live? Yeah, it is live. We're totally doing it live now. It's like a third live one. So it is, and and some a few people must have invited friends. We're up a few numbers, so let's keep it going. Yeah. So get in here. Uh, it's uh, live every Monday at three thirty Mountain Time. In uh, the only time zone that matters, and of course, 5.30 Eastern, where Brian is. So if you want to tune in, and you let him on the West Coast, you're going to have to do 2.30. That's kind of, you know, you might be in the middle of the workday. I don't know what you do over there. Probably something going on. What are you doing on. at 2.30? Yeah, what are you doing over there? Anyway, it's good to be back, everybody. Hello and welcome. Hey, I spent some time in Cuphead this week. Would you like to hear about that? Oh, if you don't tell me, I'm going to scream. Okay, well, I don't want that. So let's tell you, because screaming is for you. <laughs> Uh, I did. I played Cuphead, and I played a tiny bit on my own in my own save file, but then played co-op with my daughter on YouTube and um, oh. did a live stream of that as well. What? And uh, that game's really hard. That game's uh, pert near impossible. I don't know how some, some people are, like, you know, mastering it, and I don't know how they're doing it. Um, they must be some sort of uh, freaks of nature or magical beings because... <laughs> Cuphead is extremely difficult. Um, in, maybe in, maybe you're thinking of it all wrong. You're thinking they need to be magical. Maybe they just need to be dapper. Yeah, you know, this is like that 30s, 20s animation thing. Maybe they just have to have a you know a fedora and some kind of a, you know a suit. Sure, you why know, not? A call, fancy. E- call each other Buster and what are you some What are you doing there? And calling people, right? calling girls dames. You know that sort they're of thing. Fighting with their fisticuffs. fisticuffs. So I mean, maybe that's what you got to do. Yeah, with the big uh, stupid handle bar mustaches, <laughs> all those things. So it's just, it's a really cool game. For those not in the know, Cuphead was announced back in like 2014. It was shown briefly in an Xbox One preview video thing. This was even prior to the Xbox One being out, I think. Or maybe it was 2013. Whatever year it was, they announced the Xbox One. Right. And then showed a bunch of indie games, and this was one of them. And it was just briefly shown, but everybody was like, whoa, 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 back up. What the hell was that? Tell me more about whatever that was. And turns out it's finally out. So... Here we are in 2017, some three, four years later, and the game exists. And it's exactly what I thought they were doing. It was, it's a difficult run and gun, kind of really hard Contra style game. Right. Um, in the style of some of the old Contra games, those kind of games. And um, But it looks nothing like Contra because no. it's, uh, it looks like animation, right? It looks like they've taken a laser disc and put an arcade machine and called it Dragon's Lair. Kind no, of. it's not like that, but it's something like that, right? The look of it is, you're not wrong on the look. So it's set, it's meant to look all 1930s, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is hand-drawn. So the technology at play here is every frame of animation was hand-drawn by the makers of this game. 
crazy. Uh, to make it look like old, crusty 1930s animation where the characters kind of bob up and down a lot. And, and there's a lot of screen artifacts and little hairs flipping by as if it's film or something. And the voices of the stuff you fight are all very, like, really exaggerated. They all, like, they all sound like Bluto. Yeah, they all sound like Bluto, right. exactly. Like that. So uh, it's very effective at that. That stuff is really cool. And um, they kind of nail that aesthetic and they that look and that feel and everything. But what it is at its gameplay core is a very difficult run-and-gun Contra-style shooter. And you can play with two of you or one of you. And uh, I don't know if I recommend one or two yet because two seems like you'd get more done, but mm. it's just chaos, like just insanity. And one player is a little, I think, a little easier to manage because you don't have so much popping on screen. But anyway, it's really cool. I like it a lot. I'm going to keep playing it. I'll keep streaming it. And later we got a story about this. We'll talk about whether whether the game receiving public has been so kind in its reception of Cuphead or not. Well, I do want to ask you one question yeah. because uh, it, the the game itself is it all looks like pre-rendered stuff. It doesn't look like actual gameplay. So every time I see it, I'm like, eh, I can't, I can't figure out the actual gameplay of what you're doing because it looks like it looks like a video, like a like an animated cartoon. No, it's so well done. It's crazy. How, when how you when you pick your character, what do you? pick your character are you are you just cuphead what's the storyline you are cuphead if you are the second player and you're playing co-op then you're his brother Mugman. Mugman. his brother his brother's name is Mugman. they don't share a surname which i think is interesting um and you and these two cups with bodies basically these two mugs uh with straws sticking out of them uh run out and 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 uh, kill stuff. Now you do it like there. Some of these things are like scrolling levels in the way that Contra was a scrolling level, or what's that uh, one where you attack the castle? Castle Crashers. Castle Crashers. Castle Crashers. Yes. Um, Everything I, is bouncy in that too. They're kind of like always. Yeah, except those things are a little more of a modern style, right? Right. These uh, this particular Cuphead style is very much like. Um, you know, it's the 1930s. It's it's black and white Popeye. It's uh, Betty Boop, that style stuff. And um, it's really cool. Now, when you say you is look the, at it, is, just, is the is the cup well endowed? The cup is <laughs> the cup is pretty big. They're big cups. Yeah. Let's call okay. them C-size cups. I don't know what C, they are. Okay, C-cups. That's, uh, that's not that. Like, you don't know anything no, about it. No, I don't know anything loss. about it. No idea. But it's um, it's really well done. And, and the reason it looks pre-rendered to you is because, again, all of those frames are hand-drawn. Everything about it is hand-drawn. So when they, all the running animation, all the shooting animation, all of their emotes, all of their jumping around and exploding, all the enemies, all the creatures, all the environment stuff, all of it traditional hand-drawn and animated in the style of those 1930s films. And it's indistinguishable from watching a cartoon. Interesting. Uh, it doesn't look like graphics. It doesn't look like a game. It looks like you're playing a cartoon. And it's really effective at that. Right. Okay. Just one last question. Yeah. What are you squeezing? Uh, you're, Stop it. You're, oh, my, am I still <laughs> squeezing something? Everyone want to see what I squeeze when I play? Here, look. Chat room, you can see it. See this big goopy blue thing? <laughs> Put that back in your pants. <laughs> no, this is don't, like don't uh, watch the video. It's like stretchy putty stuff, and I and I, I have this. I can't stop squeezing it. It's a thing. Right. It's, like my it. wife got it for me. She says, "Oh, it'll just be there if you need like a little. You know, people have a little stone to rub or just kind of keep your mind <laughs> occupied." I cannot stop squeezing this putty. It's awesome, and I'll make little Scott's, sculptures out of it during the show. Scott's got to squeeze the putty. Yeah, that's the that's the rumor going around. 
Anyway, more on Cuphead later. Also, I picked up Judge for the Switch. It's 15 now, bucks. Now, is it Judge or Jidge? It's Judge, but it's spelled J-Y-D-G-E. Uh, and you say to yourself, Scott, why is need the, a reason. Why is, need the, a reason. why is the Y where the U should be? And the truth is they do it throughout the game, so there's all kinds of places where there should be a U, but they use a Y. So it's just this dumb thing they oh. do. But imagine, Brian, if you will, a company who made a little game called Neon Chrome. It's a top-down oh, dual stick shooter. Yeah. This is made by the same people and set in that universe, but it is a separate, whole separate, entirely different game. Hmm. In the game, you play a single character. Um, and unlike the other one, which is a true roguelike, where if you die, you get some carryover, but you go back into somebody else and you fight again. You say single character. You mean like uh, relationship-wise, or are you talking about just... Yeah, he's single. He's not shipped yet. He hasn't been shipped, right, right, as right. the kids say. Gotcha. No, he's like uh, he's like Judge Dredd. Oh. He's a big enforcer guy. That's why they use the Y. Yeah, and the art for this is very obviously Judge Dredd-inspired. Right. Uh, so I would be, you know, it would be dumb to say that this isn't totally, not a ripoff, but it's inspired clearly by... Well, I really Trump. enjoyed Neon Chrome, and it was a it was kind of a throwback to kind of that time period, right? The eighties mm-hmm. sure. kind of look. I mean, it was Neon. Yeah, it was supposed to be. It was almost like a little a little Blade Runner in there a little bit. Yeah, uh, a little bit of uh, oh, I don't know what else. Um, a, a little bit of uh, Smash TV, right? Kind of quality so ton, to it. Ton of, ton of ghosts in the chat room wants to know if uh, if it was a. Uh, Jidge Judy. Uh, it's definitely not Jidge Judy. Be Jidge Jetty? Jim, no. It would be still be Judy. I mean, we wouldn't change the U. I mean, we're just changing the Y, right? Unless yeah. you want to change all the vowels. Yeah, that's a really good point you're making, actually. Uh, so what you do in this game, though, which is the important bit, mm. is uh, you run around and shoot shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but it's a little, it's kind of like Hotline Miami in this way because every level's got like these objectives and you try to do those objectives without dying. And if you die, you go back in and try it again. If you miss an objective, you go try it again. And you can kind of come back to old levels that you didn't finish uh, because things got hard or whatever. Um, and then if you successfully do it, it gives you money and points and goals and you get, um, you know, the sentence has been carried out. And when he talks to people, he's just like the judge. He's just like, uh, I am the law. Yeah. Right? Stuff like that. Right. Except he says like, please get yourself to safety when he releases a <laughs> hostage. Uh, and then you buy upgrades. Cybernetics lab is this thing on his body where you buy these upgrades and they are all kinds of things like more health or uh, a shield or a way of increasing damage or, you know, all kinds of mm-hmm. augments and things. And then the same thing is true for his gun, which is called the, uh, the, the gavel. Nice. So on the gavel, you can upgrade his uh, the kind of primary shooting it does. Is it like a shotgun? Is it a plasma rifle? Is it a machine gun? You can change all that around and swap kind of at will between missions whenever you hmm. want. Um, and even b- between retries. So you just can't do it m- mid-mission. But the missions are kind of short and crazy. Uh, very, very hotline Miami. Uh, try not to get hurt the entire time. And then you're in some like hellscape where everything's shooting at you and you got to try to not get hit. Um, you also have a special fire mode where you can attach rockets or like EMP grenades or all kinds of stuff. You can get hacking tools and hacking lets you get into doors you couldn't get into normally and open boxes you wouldn't normally get. And there's tons of money in those and money. all the money you get from those boxes, those crates and from killing anybody because they all drop money when they die. Uh, you take with you regardless if you die or lose or start over or whatever. You take that money with what a, you. What and- a really weird world, real world idea. 
Yeah, it's uh, awesome. If if you died, if you just fell on the ground and just money just it just went to your bank. Yeah, exactly. The idea is I guess credits are recorded immediately or something. But right. Um, graphically, it's just like that other game. I mean, they've definitely put it in the same universe. It looks the same. But if you kill a citizen, you die because then you have a mistrial and you start over. If you uh, blow up uh, the, the one of the other objectives and can't get it, well, then you're going to have to just get out of there and not have it or start over. Like It's a lot of how hard you want this to be and then be very careful. And if it sucks, start over. Like There's just different ways to play it. Right, right. Oh, someone just killed. I'm watching a video of a guy just killed his killed a hostage again. But anyway, every time you get this money, so you're always earning something. So when you get out of there, you can go, all right, well, I've got enough money to upgrade my shotgun to two different new levels. So now my shotgun is... Twice as more, twice as powerful as it was before I got in here. Um, this guy's playing with a keyboard. That is stupid. <laughs> um, you'd have to, I, yeah. Controller, in my in my opinion, controller is the way to go if you're playing on PC. If you have it on Switch, where I have it, obviously you're playing it with the Switch. Anyway, right. I love it. I already liked dual stick shooters. I'm a huge fan of the genre, generally speaking. And uh, he can bust through walls. Certain doors he can just walk through. Some of them he can shoot through. It's just a badass game and i really like it and it scratches all kinds of itches for me so gonna recommend it gonna judge gotta. judge with a y judge i don't know how you say it. Jidge. also uh picked up an snes classic so now i got one like you do oh i like how you just say this i just ran to the store and picked up one because it got yeah, tons just randomly showed up no that's not true um we had a i have a listener of another podcast who heard that we were on the hunt for him brian Ibbett and I. Right. so uh he procured them uh took our money and then we sent him or we sent him money he sent us snes <laughs> classics so we have snes classics now and i've been playing a little metroid on there super metroid little uh donkey kong country uh these, these, those were two games I never were, played on the original. So, uh, right. You know. Were you a little bit when you played the Donkey Kong Country? Were you disappointed like I was when you when you realized that it's not true to player? It's more like tag player. Yeah, I'd I'd forgotten that that's how that worked. Yeah, so me too. It's not a co op game. It's like this weird assisted. It's almost like they wanted an adult to play with their littlest kid. You know, right, right. Just to tag him in for a minute to have him feel good and then tag out again so you don't... No, slap me already. Come on, we got to do this. Yeah, it's a little weird. But I am surprised how well some of those games hold up. Like, SNES was a hell of a console. That was a good time. Did you you get to play the uh, Star Fox 1? Not yet. I got to beat that before I can play 2, right? That's right. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. Have you done that? Have you beaten it? Uh, No, I haven't. I haven't. Oh. Well, I thought you had to beat... What's that? Oh, have I beaten Star Fox One? Yes, I thought you meant have I beaten Star Fox Two. No, 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 because you have to because to play it on here, they don't unlock it till you beat one, right? Isn't that the deal? Right. Yeah. That is that is the deal to to unlock the loot crate that is Star Fox Two. You have to complete stage one mm-hmm. of Star Fox One. Which, uh, hey, you know, I, I I at first I was very I was very angry, mm-hmm. uh, and I threw my controller down, and then I picked it back up. Mm-hmm. And I said I have anger issues, and so, but then I started playing Star Fox One. I remember it was okay; mm-hmm. it wasn't bad. I always, always had trouble playing Star Fox One because I never could figure out exactly where on the screen I was supposed to be pointing my weapon, mm-hmm. and I always felt like I was just shooting randomly. Yeah, you know, just shooting as fast as I could, just clicking that button. And uh, you know what? I got past it. But you know what I really like about Star Fox 1? 
I like the robots who are carrying the pillars, and I like shooting them in the face and then watching the pillars fall and trying to get underneath them real quick before it, before it falls. Did you oh, ever wow. do that? Oh, yeah, I kind of, kind of remember that a little bit. I did, I did play the first one back in the day. Right, right. So, okay, so the, the game itself, you want to talk about a, a, a poster child for, for pushing for anti-alias. This game just, it had none. You know, it was just, it was blocks of polygons. It wasn't even... Well, it had that Remember FX th- chip, a super FX chip in it, right? That gave you the polygons. That was the whole thing. Yeah, about. it wasn't so FX to me. I actually <laughs> preferred it. It when I first time, first time I ever played Star Fox, when I remember thinking this looks like uh, the Star Wars arcade game, except they put tiles over top of it. Mm. Do, you, do you remember the, mm-hmm. the the old? Yeah, it was because you could see through all the polygons. Sure, I, I really like that about the Star Wars game. Yeah, and uh, but for something something is really difficult for me to to visually see in star Fox one to really feel like I've have control. I, I mostly feel like I'm just, I'm just, you know, doing barrel rolls. <laughs> well, you know that's what I mean? slippy wants you to be doing is barrel. Rolls, it, he though. does want me to do barrel rolls, but I don't understand why I'm doing them. Cause I'm not sure if it's actually creating anything positive. Yeah. I just keep shooting at stuff. And like, when you get to that stage one, at the very end, the level boss, you think, Oh, this is going to be super easy. And you start knocking him down pretty quick. And then suddenly he gets aggressive and he starts throwing, you know, photon torpedoes at you and you die a couple of times and you realize you're never going to get to play star Fox two, just like I'm never going to describe it to you. So here it is. Mm. So I did play star Fox two. I finally got through past uh, stage one on star Fox one loaded up my uh, star Fox two. And Hey, there's two new characters in star Fox two. Okay. So if, if you didn't have enough of, of slippy, uh, was it Peppy the frog or Peppy the hare? Uh, slippy was the, I always thought Slippy was the frog, but he's not, right? Slippy the Slippy's the yeah. Slippy's the. I thought Slippy is actually the. Oh, frog. Oh, maybe it is the frog. Who am I thinking? Because you don't. I think you're thinking of Peppy. I might be thinking of Peppy. Because I always thought it was Peppy the frog. Because <laughs> you're thinking of Pepe the frog. Right. That shitty little alt right thing everybody uses now. Freaking right. Hate that thing. I don't know. I don't know if I just remembering that wrong now, or if it's uh, it's an actual thing. But yeah. So, but you do have two new characters. There's there's a a, a, a fox looking thing. At least I thought it was a fox at first, but it had like extra little hair on the ears, and mm-hmm. I found out it was a lynx. Mm. And so there's a lynx lady, and there's a uh, a white dog. A white dog. It's a white dog, That's and it's a, also it's I believe racist. it's a lady because it had a bow on his head. It's a little racist and a little sexist. Yeah, but so Star Fox Two was way back during the day. Was that ninety six or something? Yeah, ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, they decided, hey, you know what? Our set of four male characters, we need to add a couple of female characters, and they did just that. So mm-hmm. got a couple of new characters to play. Yeah, the most I think the thing you're going to be most blown away with Star Fox Two, yeah. if you can be blown away by Star Fox Two, <laughs> uh, is the fact that they have like a almost real time. Uh, battle mode. So you're being attacked again by the same baddie, mm. and he's he's sent in this armada of battleships and rockets, and they're all coming towards your home planet. And you you get you'll see this uh, this map, and in real time, the rockets will be coming towards your planet. So you have to decide which uh, which way to go. So you have to decide whether to stop the 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 rockets or if you want to stop the battleships. Or if you want to try to kick him off some of the planets he's taken over, because mm-hmm. there's this there's this uh, back and forth of of uh, securing the planets. So there's a lot of pressure because uh, if if you take 100 percent damage on on your planet, as you can imagine, that's not good. So you're gonna die. Mm. So mm. yeah, so so like before in Star Fox, one you just had stages you could go to, and this one you got this real time battlefield going on, or kind of semi real time really, because uh, if you get into a battle. 
the the map slows down. So you'll go, you'll see a rocket coming towards the towards the planet, and uh, you'll jump into a battle, and you'll fight, and then you'll come back out, and it's only moved just a little bit, but it's still moving. Hmm. So it's, can you it's can you answer time. me this question? I just noticed in the, the video I'm looking at, he flew into a big carrier. Okay, so you're Star Fox. That's my favorite. Okay, so you're in the carrier, and it's that's almost got kind of like a Star Wars trenches thing. We got to keep up and mm-hmm. go down. Uh, at some point, he stood up on two legs. I don't he know, does. He I turns don't know. into like this mech thing. I don't know if I feel good about that. That's a little weird, isn't it? You don't think you like it until you're doing it, and then it's really cool because you got this little mech thing, and you kind of like, you know, the the wings are just polygon triangles anyway, and they just mm-hmm. kind of fall onto your side, and you kind of you start sidewalking, so you start crab walking around the around the thing to destroy it. Yeah. And at first, I was like, yeah, "That's so dumb," and I was like, "Yeah." So it, it, it gets you into it. I, for a game that's, that was supposed to be released in 1996, and I, it has no real nostalgia value other than it was part of a franchise, it it kind of sucked do you, me in. Do you, are you surprised it never got released? Like, what do you think the reasons were? That it- oh, I know what the I kind of know what the reasons are because they were, uh, you know, they were they were moving to an, their next platform, which was the N64, and this was just, unfortunately was not going to be something that was going to. Uh, that was going to transfer over to there. Yeah. And so they didn't want to be competing with the, uh, with the super NES, uh, in a 3d world against, you know, big competitors who how, were doing how, it so much better. How do you feel about the control? Do you think it was all right? Like how- it, was, it, it was not much improved from the first one. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of, uh, a little bit more of the same as yeah. far as that goes. Yeah, the so- story was a little bit, the story was a little bit, uh, about the same. Most of it was the same. This real time strategy part, was uh was the hook mm. that's, okay that's the hook that well i yeah. i'm i'm into playing that later when i beat i guess i need to beat the first level of starcraft or Star- yeah god yeah it's a little annoying and you know we had talked last time with the show i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna mod my super nes because i want to capture some of that and i don't want to have to unlock it and can i just unlock it if i just mm-hmm. uh, have it modded and i actually decided against it and uh, it worked out because I was able to catch it, uh, capture my gameplay using the Elgato. I made some adjustments in the actual capture software mm-hmm. uh, that allowed me to to capture without modifying uh, the actual console. Mm-hmm. And the only other big thing that I really was looking forward to is being able to reset the console from the controller. Eh, but, you know, my cables are only, well, the cable's like maybe six, maybe not, not even five feet, probably. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not that far from the console. Mm. Yeah, they're better, they're better cables this time than last time, though. The, the NES ones oh, were terrible. Yeah. They were like yeah. a foot long. They were awful. They were. These are closer to, I measured them. They're closer to like uh, <laughs> seven or eight feet, something like that. What'd you measure them with? Uh, my large penis. Uh-oh. No, not that. I promise not that. Um, all right. Oh, you went, you went weird. You're all weird now. Are you there? Hello? Brian has gone weird. Does everyone see that? It's not just me. All right, we're back. Brian had some uh, stuff, but he's good. Everything's fine now. Everything's I'm fine. I'm good. It's okay. It's, hey, it's, I'm all right. One other thing I was going to mention outside of all the StarCraft business um, that I totally forgot about, and while you were gone, it made me think of it. I HD hacked <laughs> <laughs> uh, my copies of Pharaoh... And the Cleopatra expansion and the Rise of the Middle Kingdom and the Zeus game. I forgot the name what? of it. Uh, uh, Trials of Olympus or whatever it's called. Anyway, you know right. these old, those old 
um, uh, made and published. Well, I don't remember who they were published by. Maybe Sierra, but they were they were made by Impressions Games yeah. way back in the day. Caesar Three, all those games. I was really into those. They are my favorite city building games. Period. Anything that's not like it, I get disappointed with. I love them so much. I loved, loved, loved them. The sounds of them, the looks of them, the feel. I used to love making big custom cities that were just gnarly huge. And I would just play it all day. I love those games. <laughs> love them. And I love that they're set in like weird, like ancient history stuff. That's awesome. To right. Me. So I'm reading around and the versions that I have now that work on modern systems, I got for like four bucks a piece on goodoldgames.com or GOG.com. Um, Cause they do that, you know? No, they do that. Yeah. And I like those there and they've been fine, but they were always kind of clunky, like big, you know, maximum 1024 by 768 resolution stretched ugly looking nasty old graphics right on my big modern hd uh, thing i found some hacks for this stuff that were so easy to do and, and use they were on mod db oh i love mod db yeah it's great that's uh, my hang they let me take all these games into whatever resolution i want so i'm actually running um i'm running uh rise of the middle kingdom the one that's set in asia it's basically the chinese dynasty stuff i am running that in 4k what i'm running pharaoh in freaking 4k it looks great too it's it's amazing Does what it, a high resolution can do to graphics like that it really makes it look nice and tight i like it a lot so right. i've been playing that. i would love to see something with Star Fox, man if i could get some anti-alias aliasing on that and maybe get some clear mm-hmm. clear lasers i mean because the the lasers flash and you know, it's like choo, 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 yeah choo, as, you, as you shoot and i, I don't really like that because it's, it's kind of you can't really tell where you're at. Yeah, it's annoying. But, you know, for its time, it was a big deal and that stuff. It was. For what it was. But, but yeah, in this case, it's all sprites, obviously, in these games. But if you like those city builders and you're looking to revive some of that old nostalgia you have for that crap, mm. HD hacks, man. You it's, think when they were making that 7-Up game back in the day that they just avoided calling anything sprites? Oh, yeah, right? Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. This, uh, the the Spot game. Uh, what was he called? Yeah. Uh, it was sp- called Spot, wasn't it? S- Seven up, seven up game, probably. Up, hold on, Jenna, Jenna, Hold on, these were called. Oh yeah, Cool Spot was the first one cool in 1993, spot. and then 1995, Spot goes to Hollywood. That was not a great sequel, but that first one in '93 was actually a pretty good video game. Yeah, I had on this. I think I had it on the Super Nintendo. Dang, now it's another reason to hack my Super NES. Here, here it is. I'll even play it. Oh, he's. <laughs> See, that's the sound he made. Remember that guy? I do remember that guy. Guy missed the days. Oh, look at this. Start game. There he is, riding on his 7-Up bottle. This was on the SNES and the Genesis, if I remember right. Right. All right, start game. Hit start. Here we go. All right, here we go. We're in. Oh, my gosh, the memories. And I had this great beach music. Wow, the music. Okay, this YouTube video is pretty bad. So we're not going to watch that anymore. Goodbye, YouTube video. You're terrible. You've made a mockery of all of this good. Yeah, they're the worst. I'm almost positive I played that for uh, old school one week. I'm looking now. You might have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. should bring that back. That was fun. I think it was a lot of fun. Yeah. The problem is... And some of my most successful uh, YouTube videos. Yeah. But remember when that was like... I mean, you had to hack your way into Hackeryville to do any of that. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, it's like... With retro pies and lo- yeah, it's so easy now. It's stupid easy. Anyway, there's that. You also played more of that Stranger Things business. Did you finish I did. it? Did you beat it? <laughs> I came so close. I decided to stop playing around. Okay, so you have two levels. You have the arcade style or 
the hardcore yeah. style. And I decided I was going to go back and start because you got to start over if you do the hardcore. So I started over on that level yeah. and I was doing really well and I had gotten farther than I had gotten the other way, maybe like about, uh, maybe like 10, 15% completed. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I really want to watch that dang movie, the trailer. I don't know. I, I know probably gonna get on YouTube, but I want to earn it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, so I, I'm playing it and then my phone act all weird over the weekend. So I decide I'd blitz it and my, uh, my Google saves didn't come back. So, no. so you had to start over starting over. Great. I do hate that about Starting phone over. and mobile. I wish more of that yep. stuff just straight up supported, you know, built in I, cloud saves. I, I'm sure it does. I'm sure I'm doing something wrong. And I'm sure Smile will say, hey, Brian, you just go in here and you click on this button over here and it does it just like this. Maybe. I think it's still up to the developer to support it, though. And they may Probably not. Right. They may not. The other thing I ran into with that recently was a Steam game that I just assume all Steam games have cloud saves now. It's like in my head that right. they just all do. And for the most part, that's true. But I was playing, uh, what was it? It's not even that old. I forgot the name of the game. Anyway, I was playing some game that's relatively new, and I just reinstalled it and thought, oh, I haven't played that in like a year. That was my old PC. Let's fire that up and play it here. Fired mm. it up. Yeah, nothing. I had to start over. It didn't have my saves. Mm. So F that. And uh, <laughs> never doing that again. Thanks a lot. Dive into some news here. Electronic Arts has shut down Visceral Games. What? Yep, they're closing their doors in the very near future. Uh, this is a company, Electronic Arts, bought slash brought aboard. They made the Dead Space games. Oh, yeah. Uh, Battlefield Hardline as well. They're good. I have, I have Dead Space 2 still in a box, never opened. Oh, man. Dead Space 2 is my favorite Dead Space game. I liked it better than 1. I thought 1 was okay, but clunky. I thought 3 was weird. But two is amazing. I thought two was great. Love two. Yeah, yeah. And as usual with EA, they always have these developers that make a great second game, like Bioware with uh, Mass Effect Two. What an amazing, one of the best games ever made. And then three is ter- not terrible, but three is a huge letdown. So that's an EA curse, sort of. And they've closed this uh, company. And people aren't happy about it. Um, for the past few years, they've been working on the Star Wars title under the lead direction of Amy Henning. She, or, uh, you know her, Hennig rather. She worked over there at uh, Naughty Dog. Naughty dog on all the uh, Uncharted games, right? That was her thing, right? Right. And uh, they brought her over, and it was going to be a big, vast, single-player-focused Star Wars game, and that has now been what they are calling pivoted. Ooh, I don't like that term. Pivot means it'll probably not be single-player-focused, and will probably contain a bunch of loot box and free-to-play garbage. Also, it may be a big multiplayer thing. Who knows? I don't know, but no one's happy about this. So they're moving it to another studio. Uh, nobody knows if Amy is staying or if she's still part of the project or any of that stuff. They've been real cagey about that. Um, but they did say that they're not going to cancel it. But now we're not looking at 2019, probably something closer to 2020. No. Yeah. We'll all have flying cars by then. This is dumb. Uh, EA <laughs> mentions that it's in the process of trying to place visceral employees in different teams and projects. I guess that's good. Uh, but anyway, yeah, visceral going away, going the way of the uh, the dodo there. Whoa, I didn't mean to do that. Sorry, that's not supposed to happen. Yeah, so they're out of here. What? Do you, how do you feel? Are you, are you gonna are you gonna pour one out for visceral, or you, you or you don't care? It's it's always hard to say because really, I've seen a lot of these places close down, and it's like the smaller animation houses I see a lot, and uh, when I do comics coast to coast. It, uh, you know, it, it happens, but the talent still exists and they find new jobs and it's tough. It's, it's tough not having a secure job, but, uh, 
you know, it, that's that's what keeps it healthy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what keeps it healthy. That sucks for that sucks for this because I have some nostalgia for Dead Space, and I want to. I, I would love for that studio to be uh, intact, but. The talent still is, is still going to be there. Well, we hope so, but EA is notoriously right. bad at even that. Like they just like what's Bioware? Is Bioware's a, a shadow of what it used to be. Right. Uh, they haven't been cranking out any sorts of hits. Who knows where Dragon Age is? Like mm-hmm. there's all kind. I got questions about how any questions. of this is how any of this turns out to be good. EA just does this. They're not like other publishers and other developers. Also, this is no longer an in-house developer. They, they sub almost everything out. Like, what is EA going to be in the next few years? What are they? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes. They're making people angry. That's what EA does best. I guess so. Doing a fine job of that. Well done, guys. Yeah. yeah. Making Good everybody job. mad. Okay. What else we got here today? Lego Dimensions is officially calling it quits. No! I'm telling you, the toys to life genre. Stupid. It's a stupid Stu- stupid or about duds um stupid to get in okay let me put it this way skylanders got lucky because there was no competition right. they were the first of its of its idea and they went well disney infinity jumped on board everyone thought oh disney will just kill everybody with their character lineup blah 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 blah. and then that got yanked because that wasn't going anywhere and and talk about being sad about developers leaving they were here in salt lake city and that whole studio got shuttered yeah, um, Adrian Ropp uh, did a development on that, and he's a great, great guy. I love Adrian. Yeah, uh, we have another mutual friend who, or actually, I don't know if you know him. Do you know who, um, uh, Coford, Coford, I can't think of his first name. It's a cartoon. Coford. Al, uh, Adam, Adam Coford. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know. Not his, personally, he, but I know you're talking you about. You know his work. So he worked yes. with them as well and got laid off at that time. Yep. He's he, he is, man, talented as all get out that guy. Anyway, Lego Dimensions is over. They're done. They're out. So now the only game in town is we're back to Skylanders. They're it. And you know what? That's fine. Skylanders probably did it best of everybody. I enjoyed... I played all of these. I played the Lego Dimensions. I played the Disney Infinity. I enjoyed all of them, but it's one of those things that has to be under constant development, and unless you play it all the time, it's just not going to work. We would binge on it, you know, me and the kids for, you know couple of weeks at a time and then we just quit and wouldn't play it for months mm. just can't survive in that kind of yeah not the, not these games especially now when their phones are more interesting to them and yeah you yeah. know there's just no nothing to really tie a kid to a freaking Mm-mm. figure you stick on a platform and hope for the best it seems dumb i mean and you, and you got these big companies like disney you know breathing on your neck and lego breathing on your neck Whereas Skylanders, it's like, hey, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. And what's impressive for them is that they've not only stuck through it and made money, like it's always part of their their quarterly earnings reports, and mm-hmm. they seem to be doing okay with it just about every time in that category. But it's also the it's like a totally original IP. None of this stuff was borrowed from anywhere. Yeah. These aren't movies. These aren't existing characters. Whereas both Lego and certainly Disney had the upper hand with the character stuff. Yeah, they have an expectation of growth, and that's just... And they couldn't do it. They could do it. Just, just not possible. What do you think about the the mechanic itself, like the the using real world figurines to put into to this kind of thing? I think it's dumb. I think it's dumb. You think it's dumb? But yes. what about what about when we get to to a little bit more AR stuff and it can it be a little bit more okay. exciting? Well, here's why I like uh, the amiibo idea. Like N- Nintendo has killed it with amiibos. Well, why? Right. Well, a they have a great you know character selection and they can make a million of these rad figures and you know, make 20 different Marios from different eras of mm-hmm. Mario and they can go crazy. But also they've made that stuff actually matter in every game you buy. 
So yep, yep. if I want to get some cool stuff, I scan them into, you know, Splatoon 2, and I, now I have some extra stuff or whatever. Like, there's an actual utilitarian reason to have them. Plus, they're just cool little figurines to keep. Um, I think that Nintendo's got it right. They didn't build a game around them. Mm-hmm. They built them around their games. Right. And that's smart. Despite the fact that I think Nintendo's dumb about a lot of things, I think they're really <laughs> smart about that. I mean, they continue just to blow my mind with how little they understand about the internet or how multiplayer should work or all those kinds of things are topics of conversation we'll probably have on the show here and there. But right. we, And we have forever. But um, the one thing they seem to understand is that the place, they know where these Amiibos belong and they've put them there. And it's good. <laughs> you know where to stick the Amiibos. Yeah, put that thing right up your, your can. Your keister, as the kids say. Oh my God! I, I'm I now I got an internet search. Uh, has anyone had an unfortunate accident with an amiibo? I hope not. Not in that way. I hope. Ugh. I've stepped on one. I'll tell you which one too. The Mario, the one that's the eight bit Mario. That one hurt. Oh my! Because he's all blocky and pointy. <laughs> Speaking of Nintendo, Animal Crossing Mobile will be revealed tomorrow. By Nintendo oh. Direct, or sometime this week. Uh, let's see, it's going to be this Wednesday, but if you're in Japan, it's Tuesday night. But anyway, right. so it'll be it'll be Wednesday for us. But uh, after months and months and months and months of waiting, after they originally announced the thing, Nintendo will unveil the first look at Animal Crossing for smartphones uh, on Wednesday. Uh, the presentation is expected to go probably about an hour. Nintendo confirmed that Nintendo Direct will be streaming worldwide. This is uh, Animal Crossing, if you don't know what that is. It's a uh, long-running Nintendo series uh, that started first, I want to say, on the N64, made its way to GameCube, then DS's, then 3DS, and uh, currently the best version is probably the 3DS uh, one that came out a couple years ago, New Leaf, I think it was called. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Big fan of the whole series, love it. I always like an Animal Crossing game. Um, You know, you... Got a house to take care of and stuff to do, and it's just a dumb little management-y thing, but it's got that Nintendo, like, sauce on it. And uh, they announced a while back they were going to make a phone version of this. I'm worried it'll be free-to-play all to hell and back, and I'm, I'm concerned. Yeah. But at the same time, maybe not. Like, on the one hand, their Mario game doesn't really have much of that, but it was expensive and didn't sell very well for them. On the other hand, uh, Fire Emblem has tons of microtransactions in that mobile game. And it has done really well for them. They've made money hand over fist with that model. So I tend to think they're going to go for where the money is, which is microtransactions and sort of the free-to-play you know, nightmare that that is. All that Especially being, with uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah. All that being sense. said, though, if they came out with like $14.99 and just sold me a straight-up good Animal Crossing game on mobile, I'd be so excited. $9.99. Uh, I'd pay up to $20 is what I'd do. I'm a cheap, I'm a cheap bastard. I know you are. I know you are. But if it's a real game... Like a real game, not buy more gems. Twelve ninety nine. I gave you twelve ninety nine right now, Nintendo. Fifteen. Take it or leave it. Fifteen. One month of WoW. Fifteen. I, I might would go fourteen ninety nine. All right, fair enough. I'll pay the extra penny. You can get it. Uh, anyway, Animal Crossing. We'll know tomorrow what's going on, and we don't know anything else about it. I'm, I'm sure tomorrow they'll announce like release time, window, all that kind of stuff. I bet this is free. I'm actually really curious. It's not. Oh. I don't want free to play. I want to give you money, Nintendo, but not the kind you want. I mean, seriously. Or, you know what? Here's another idea. How about a proper uh, Animal Crossing game on freaking Switch? How about that? That would be beautiful. Yeah, fat chance is what I'm thinking. Mm. I'm thinking that ain't going to happen real time. Real time? Anytime real soon. 
love that we both dance every time there's a break. That, that was my favorite. Yeah, no right. <laughs> I like it. That should be our new thing. We'll just dance. We'll dance every uh, I think we're on it. Yes. Let's uh, do it. So everybody's got their SNES classics, and if they don't, they're trying to get them. Uh, well, I got good news for you if you can't track one of those down, or if you feel like adding to your library of things that look like a Super Nintendo, go pick up the new 3DS XL in North America only. Uh, listed on an Amazon currently, it is SNES themed. Ooh. Yeah. You want one or what? Do you want one of these? Man, you know I want one. <laughs> I don't know if I do. I mean, all it I is, is it's just I paint. I spend $15 for Animal Crossing, but I want one of these. It's just a paint finish, though. It's kind of annoying to me because that's all it is. it is. I mean, I guess that's cool, but they really going after this stuff right now, aren't they? Like, they really are. That nostalgia factor. Uh, let's see. Super Nintendo theme 3DS XL appeared on Amazon's website. Looks like they're looking for a launch date of the 27th of November. $199. It will come with a version of Mario Kart, the original oh. Super Mario Kart. Have you seen this thing folded out, though? Uh, that looks so cool. Yeah, it's all right. There it is. Let's see. Let's look at the back of it. Yeah, it looks cool on the back more than it does on the front. Yeah. Let me oh, the, that inside. Nintendo gray that it is. Oh. Yeah, and the color, the purple buttons and oh. that. It's pretty cool. I mean, look, someone handed me one. I wouldn't turn them down. Right. <laughs> all right. I'm not saying I'd say no. But I'm saying I'm not going to spend 200 bones on that. Right. Well, you sell your old one and you get one. I mean, you sell the the marked up Zelda, whatever you got. And, right. And you go trade in for this, right? Also, a little bit, I'm also a little bit confused. I thought the 3DS was going away and it was all going to be 2, 2D from here on out. But, right. But this Good is question. a straight up 3DS, so I assume it has 3D capability on it. I don't get it. We hit 100 viewers. Did we? Five. That means we got to give something away. Oh, my gosh. I have something. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. Get away. Well, I didn't even know we were doing this. This is the real time that we're making this up. We're making this up as we go. Here's what we're going to do. To uh, the person who, uh, to a random person that Brian's going to pick. Okay, I'm putting this on you. All right. Picking uh, them. We're going to give a free copy of the Steam game called Cave Blazers. It's a great game. If you like Spelunky, you kind of get an idea what this might be. I love it. It's really good. Uh, Type in, give me in the chat room so I can start seeing some names. Yep. Give me, give me, give me. And Brian will paste this in. I'm going to put this next to our little email area down here so you'll see a little code. Whoops. Whoops, not there. Hold on. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's the code. You've won because we hit 100 users. Well done, everybody. And then whenever you got a name, you can just announce them and we'll give them a little fanfare for winning. So you let me know, Brian. All right. Waiting for the gimmies. Yeah. Here comes the gimmies. It's all good. They're coming in. Okay. They're coming in. Okay. Did you pick one? The gimmies. You got coming one? In. You got one? I got it. Wait, wait. Rick Fu. Congratulations, Rick Fu. You are the winner of a copy, a Steam copy, brand new copy. I guess it's digital. It's always new. Anyway, Cave Blazers is yours. Congratulations. Brian will have, uh, paste you that in a private, send it to him in a PM there, not in the general chat or else everyone will get it. We don't want that. Right. Don't want that. Congratulations and well done. <laughs> All right, quick uh, Xbox rumor to talk about. The original Xbox games come into the uh, backwards compatibility list. And it looks like it's been verified. Um, Let's see if that is still true. Hold on here. Engadget is reporting. This was all the talk this morning. Here it is. Uh, Engadget is reporting the first set of original Xbox games for the Xbox One are going to be announced tomorrow. And uh, they did say that Crimson Skies is not on the list 
Oh, no, it is on the list. What? It's just not it playable on online. It's just not online. That's what it is. You can't play each other, hmm. which is really a bummer because the whole point of that game was rad multiplayer. Right. Um, but here are the games. You want to know what they are? Here they go. Oh, my God. Yes, please tell me. Uh, Black. That was a shooter deal. I remember that. Uh, I want to say the people who went on to make... Oh, I forgot what they made. Anyway, they, they've gone on to bigger things. Blood Rain 2. Ooh, yes, please. Yeah. I love me some Blood Rain. It's Crimson Skies, High Road to Revenge. Again, no multiplayer online. Dead to Rights, Fusion Frenzy. You know, that's uh, Bill Gates says that was his favorite video game. Oh. If you remember that, he was all into Did Fusion he? Frenzy. I love Fusion Frenzy, but I wouldn't know if I would, like, you know, just... Early Bill Gates? Okay. He loved it. Uh, grabbed- I bet he liked the rafts. He probably did. The tubes. Tu- always the tubes. It's like a truck. Uh, grabbed by the Ghoulies, the King of Fighters Neo Wave, Ninja Gaiden Black. That was a big deal back in the day. Oh, that was a good one. Prince yeah. of Persia, The Sands of Time, a classic. Those people would go on to make uh, the Assassin's Creed series. Big fan. Uh, Psychonauts, Red Faction 2, Sid Meier's Pirates, and... Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. You're going to pay nice. 10 bucks each for these. Republic. So get ready for that. But these will run. They're going to boost them up to uh, 1080p. They're calling these Bush-era games. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they are. That's yeah, true. Uh, well, whatever. Bush served till 2008. So these, it's about half his turn. Half of his, uh, his first four right. years. We'll call it that. Because in 2005, you got the Xbox 360, and they never looked back after that. Anyway, uh, let's see. The widescreen support for certain games. Some of them don't, though. Uh, some multiplayer <laughs> use the system don't. link. Uh, if you have your old disc laying around, simply pop them into your console, and you get access tomorrow without having to pay for it. If you've lost those discs or never bought them in the first place, you will be paying 10 bucks a piece for these. So. Nah. That's not bad, and that's just the start. They'll probably do more. Or were there more? Did we, were there more Xbox games that you'd want during that period? I think that, that, was about, that, that was my list. Yeah, they kind of covered it all. <laughs> and everything else I can get someplace else, so probably not that into it. Uh, you already gave the code away, right? Yeah. All right. Well, I know I haven't because I can't figure out how to... He won't let me whisper to him. Oh, all you gotta do is right-click him and choose a whisper. whisper. Well, that's what I thought. This said not available. Oh, who is it? Who is it again? Rick Fu. Rick Fu. Hold on. I'll try it. See if I can get it to work. Rick Fu. This is really good radio we're doing right here. Oh, no. You don't right click him. You regular click him. And then you right. got a whisper button. You don't have a whisper it, button? No, it says coming soon. What oh. kind of crap is that? Oh, you must be on the beta or something. There's a big oh, beta, beta site. Yeah, these guys. Right, who knows? Yeah, dang it. All right. There you go, Rick Fu. Got you covered, buddy. Sent to you. You win. How about one more of these? <laughs> Congratulations and well done. All right. Where are Good we job. Now? I don't know what we're doing. Oh, yeah. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> uh, time for emails. Got an email here from Tony. Wrote in to boopshow at gmail.com and says, Hey, guys, I was wondering what happened or if you have seen this article. It's an hey, article. Tony. I'm not going to go deep into what the article is point by point, but it basically goes into this idea of Cuphead uh, pissing off a lot of people because what they thought they were getting was a fun little adventure uh, for their money, and instead what they got is an extremely prohibitively hard game. And some have said, well, that's what I wanted. And others have said, no, I want a game I can actually play and have fun with, and otherwise it's a waste of my money. Um, it's it's open Wait, up this, people don't like stuff? It's a whole, well, yeah, good point. But it is this interesting twist on an old argument, which is, um, you know, back in the day we'd buy hard games because that's just all we had. Right. Now 
there's lots of quality of life improvements in lots of games. Multiple difficulty settings, being able to change those anytime you want. Like it's a different world in 2017. Mm. And this game harkens back to a, a much simpler time when it was just like, well, you're buying our type. It's hard. Good luck. You know, it harkens back to the 30s of video games. A little bit. Sure. Yeah. Um, he says, personally, I bought Cuphead because it was supposed to be this brutal platformer boss rush game. I have been enjoying it, but I don't find it to be overly difficult. It is definitely difficult, but you can overcome all of these obstacles by paying attention and practicing. Uh, anyway, love the show. Thanks for bringing the final score theme to Boop as well as Brian. Tony. Well, Tony, you're welcome, first of all. Oh, uh, thank you, Tony. Second of all, how do you know Brian didn't bring us to him? How do you know that? Hmm. How do you know Brian? How do you know Brian hey. didn't gaze over at me and say, come here, big boy? Yeah, <laughs> what were you going to say? That's exactly what I say. Mm. Hey, you know what? Uh, I I I'm gonna go with Tony. I I I felt like I was told quite clearly this game was going to be uh, brutal. Yeah. I, I thought from all the advertising that it was going to be uh, be exactly what it was. I mean, it was it was an angry, brutal platformer, right? Yeah. I feel like people need to just suck it up and play it or not. Like either you know and you don't buy it because it's not going to be too hard for you, or play it knowing that and get better. And I don't, right. you know, Carter and I played and we had a horrible time with the first level until about 10, 20 minutes in. And then we started getting it and then we started getting yeah. better. And then we got past it. And then we got to the next one. And then we got past that one. Like that's, there's something to be said for that kind of progression in a game. And uh, we like it. So yeah, we're with Tony. Tony, we're with you. We're, I'm with Tony. I'm with Tony. I so, need a shirt. Do you think he I'm could, with Tony. Could he rub us out? Is he like a mob man? He could probably rub me out. See? Could, could be. See? I don't think they do that. Well, in the 30s, they did that as well. Listen, see? Meh. Uh, meh. I think only one actor actually did that. But yeah, meh. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that is actually true. I don't think it's been. I think it's been a very long time since anybody has ever, anybody has gone, meh. Meh. And, What's wrong with your lips? I can't help it. Meh. And meant it, you know? Right. Well, we kind of mean it. Whatever. Uh, thanks for your email. Email is boopshow@gmail.com, And that's going to do it for the show. Big thanks to everybody for coming out and checking it and being here and hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P is our email address. Or no, that's our web address. Go there. There's all kinds of links and stuff there, including our email, boopshow@gmail.com. We're on Twitter at boopshow. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. And I uh, support this show at Frogpants uh, Patreon by going to Frogpants. Or sorry, Patreon.com slash Frogpants. And uh, we got a Reddit. That's cool too. Frogpants.reddit.com. Oh. Isn't there a final score.reddit.com as well? There is, but we definitely mentioned the Reddit this week because I totally went and borrowed some stuff. And Zach Attack and uh, Captain Kipper both uh, contributed articles to this week's show. So Cap- thank you guys. Captain Kipper is everywhere all the time. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the Boop Show Reddit. It's uh, reddit.boopshow.com. Sorry. I thought they hadn't converted the name, but they did. Oh, they did some, it. There's some good stuff in here. Look at this. These guys are very active. This is nice. Well, I like it. This makes me feel good. Well, I should say very active. Some of these are like 24 days ago, but whatever. Uh, so go join that if you'd like to. Thank you, everybody, for watching, listening, hanging out, and being here. Brian, anything else you'd like to add to the proceedings? Uh, Cuphead's hard. Yeah, Cuphead is hard. Don't take our word for it. Believe the people. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next time. Bye. We're with Tony. We love Tony. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.